she's screaming and he's just has this calm look on her face as yeah. he's like iron man blasting her he was just like blasting her in the face with fire he's like get fucked bitch <laughs> <laughs> i thought that was great he just needed to get close to do it and i'm like bob you sly motherfucker We have to stay far. Stop Megabyte. Once and for all. Something you need to do alone. You took away my life. Destroyed my home. Caused nothing but pain and suffering to everyone I held dear. Godless. What have I done? Mainframe will always cure. Remember this defeat. Greetings and welcome, beautiful humans, to episode 37 of Alphanumeric, a reboot podcast where a bunch of 90s kids get together to talk about one of our favorite animated shows, Reboot. I am one of your hosts, Lady Glitch, and today I'm joined by our two favorite guardians. AP Snidler. And NeoCal, which is me. I am here. (laughs) Fantastic. Welcome, gentlemen. Um, today we will be talking about, like I said, episode 37, which is Showdown, season 3, episode 14, and we debuted this on January 10th, 1998. Long time ago. Oh yeah, it was a while back for me anyway. Yeah, which episode of Alpha Numeric are we on? Uh, episode 37. Wow, we've done that many. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've Holy only done like five. Okay, guys, okay. You guys have been here for like ever. Yeah, for forever. <laughs> have I have I been on every episode? Yeah, I, I think I have. Yeah. Wow, who would have thought? Yeah, wow. <laughs> right? It's like you've been here thought. since the inception of yeah. all this. Basically, a basically a veteran, a professional of it. <laughs> so this is uh, it's an interesting episode. It is. Ben, before we dive into the episode, we do have to make note that our primary host, Christopher, he is out system hopping. Mm. He's doing some kind of adventure today. So he has entrusted the three of us to cover this episode. That's true. Thanks. Uh, yeah, he's he's the usual one running things and uh, he's mm-hmm. off doing important guardian business. Yes, he is. And it's so important. We don't know what it is. So we can only speculate. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I assume wrangling web creatures or or something. Yeah, that's important. <laughs> yeah, he he's wrangling. It's yeah. difficult. Web they go in pods. They attack ships. Yeah, so he's taking care of all that for us, so we can do the podcast safely and in one piece. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm not going to say my feelings about the episode. So we, we okay. can get into it, but it's it's nice. It's it's nice. <laughs> uh, i'm nice. glad it's it's a good episode i like it's a good episode. episode so here we it's are we start break, but yeah go ahead take it away That's what do we got oh i was just gonna say we 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 come in on this um what is now mega frame and it is um war torn it is just um completely destroyed and we kind of pan across this um Excuse me. We kind of pan People across this. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like you and... got homeless binomes and laundry that's still hanging in the breeze. And 
it's dark. Not looking it's too good, huh? Not Ew. It's not mainframey. It's not happy. No, it's nuts. We have uh, the principal office off in the distance, and that's where the ball on the top explodes. So it kind of it's kind of a callback to the last episode mm-hmm. when uh, when the terraforms. Kind of, it kind of goes back to where the terraforms over the principal office. Mm-hmm. It's, kind it's, of from a, it's from a different point of view. I was just gonna say that. Good job. Mm. Oh, oh, okay. Sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, Megabyte's forces surround it right away. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, they're burning it. Yeah. Yep, yep, Bad, yep. News. Bad news. Um, somebody who's not Lieutenant Chauncey reports <laughs> back to Megabyte, tells him everything's going according to plan. Mm-hmm. And then Megabyte gets all excited because he's about ready to leave this decrepit system. But he made it decrepit. It was great before. No, Hexadecimal made it decrepit. That is Remember technically we had true. This conversation yes. last week? I feel like it wouldn't. You're right. You're right. It would have been that well because lawful. It would have been lawful and organized and efficient, <laughs> but yeah, impressive if Megabyte was in charge. It would exactly. still be horrible, just organized horrible. And we see the organized saucy horrible. mayor. Organized, organized horrible. horribly. Yeah, <laughs> that was his nickname in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> it was. How did you know? So we see um, the saucy mare. Yes. Yeah, I want to make a quick point. Like when you see Megabyte go to Fong and be like, you're still going to give me the codes. His face gets all like big and narrow and weird looking. I know. We see, well, it's from Fong's yeah. point of view. Yeah, yeah like, and he's uh, inside the, the bowl. In the, so in the thing, yeah. It's kind of creepy. <laughs> yeah. Now, so. Do you know what this is referenced to? The the ship doing its like kamikaze run against the fleet? I should, but I don't. Um my um cinephile friend Christopher Siege informs me that this is a direct homage to um the third Star Trek movie. Okay. And I guess they um kind of like rig and make the uh, Enterprise kind of do like a kamikaze run or whatever. Okay. and they. Um, but I have not seen it. Nor have I. <laughs> I've never seen any of I, the... I, I, I yeah, actually don't remember the one that he's talking about, to be honest. Yeah, it looks like um, yeah, Star, Star Trek 3. Mm-hmm. Star Trek 3. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm gonna have yeah, to look so, it up then. Yeah, while while he's looking it up just to make sure I'm not mis misquoting <laughs> um him or anything. Um I was like, oh well, I, I didn't know that. There's a few homages to sci-fi in this that he pointed out that I was unaware of, and this is this is one. I question the legitimacy of this tactic. Because, yeah. as we find out, the saucy mare is full of dynamite. Yeah, they loaded it up full of stuff. Yeah. All and nobody's on it. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess Andrea probably programmed it from down below deck to run this mission. Yeah. And as the, it gets shot at, holes, they start to ignite the munitions stored mm-hmm. in it. It looks like there's like 
booze and barrels of gasoline, just generic, yeah. explosive, yeah, incendiary you say, stuff. Yeah, you say goodbye to all the ROM that they had. Rest in peace. And somehow, yeah, yeah the, the ROM, it's, it's all gone. Somehow it makes a fire wave, a wall, that cooks all of the hover tanks from the inside out, and they all explode. Yeah. And then the mayor just launches itself into the energy sea. And yeah, it's, it's from forward. a distance. But it didn't explode, but it had all the explosives on it. But the hover tanks it, exploded. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's I'm, interesting. I'm picking a, an homage to, to a Star Trek movie. But yeah, yeah it, it gives us this logistics aside about why that even worked. It gives mm -hmm. us a chance to see Andrea and capacitor kind of see the saucy mare sink into the the energy sea like yeah eight and Smidler, you, had, you had thoughts about this i want to hear your thoughts on it oh, i just thought it was sad just watching Aww. gavin watch the tip go down because it's kind of like Gavin watching the show go down yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay but uh <laughs> yeah but yeah as you know you know, you could tell he was he was welling up, and he just kind of, you know, he he knows that what he did was for a noble purpose. But he just, you know, that's his girl, that's his baby, that's his ship. Yes, yeah, and you know, the common good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to tear up a little bit when I saw that. You like, teared up a little bit. Whoa, where did you go? Uh oh. Oh, there you are. Um, I'm realizing that this is not charging. Oh, which is really problematic. Yes. How do I tell if it's what the bum circuit? Uh oh, spaghettios, folks. Oh crap! What's going on? A bum circuit. This has not been charging the whole time. Do you need to go fetch a new cable? In a memento, trying to figure out what the. Man, of course. Of course, I can't. It's the right plug-in. What is happening here? Con continue. Yeah, I was going to say, let's uh, continue. Well, with let's see okay. He's uh, just troubleshooting this minor, this no, minor no, glitch. No, no, don't mind me, folks. No, no, no. Cal is fine, glitch. ladies and gentlemen. Cal, just a mi Cal's minor. Go on. What was happening with the camera? You know, I don't want to know. Was I frozen? Yes. You're still frozen. Okay, now yeah. you're getting back to it. Okay. Everything's smooth on my end. How about now? Is your your audio um, and visual is just a little behind now. It's gonna be okay. You're, I think we're gonna be okay. Oh, things! Oh no! <laughs> How could this happen? Okay. Anyways, you were saying. Okay. It's okay. Technical difficulties okay. are so, being resolved, ladies and gentlemen. So yes. moving forward. Carry on. Mare goes wee crash. Capacitor's <laughs> all sad, and then Andrea comes by, and she's like, "It's like you you do what you always do, Captain. You turn a hopeless situation into a fighting chance. We've done our part, and now it's Enzo's turn." That's right. And then he gets all determined, and he's like, the mayor will not go down in vain. He, like, throws his hat and everything. And like he tells this. Andrea, go. Go, go, go to your man. We'll be yeah. right behind you. Mm -hmm. And it cuts to Mouse and uh, Enzo. 
Uh, on the front lines, getting but ready to storm. The, oh, sorry. Go ahead. But before he, before we get to that scene, though, he turns around one last time and watches the very like tip of the mare get down in the sea, and it's just like, there she goes. This is so sad. Bye. Do 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 do. Sad pirate music. Sad Gavin music. Sad Gavin music. Sad Gavin music at the beginning of the scene, though, because it was like it was a bump on a pirate shit. We did now. Going to go explode because we didn't know what was happening. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well done. All the textures, all the fire effects, all the explosions. They're really showing off they're doing a good job main entertainment so now we're over at the uh, outside the principal office with mouse and enzo uh looking over at the air going down yeah they got a yeah. spy glass and uh that's the yeah, signal that's the signal whatever it may be was the air going down so now you have the principal office sorry go ahead no, it's okay. Now we have uh, CPUs outside with uh, what looks like rocket launchers. Yep, straight up rocket launchers. Yep. And yep. this episode's a bit different for me because armor. it's showing people die. <laughs> the binomes yeah. die. Like, yeah. they're, they're firing missiles. That's a sneak attack. Mm-hmm. And, like, so they're just blown up or in, in chunks. And they're binomes, I... right? They can be in chunks and still live somehow. <laughs> we, we've seen hack and slash torn yeah. apart and be put back together, right? Yeah. We also see Binomes like totally incinerated because of that fire in the last scene. And the one commander yeah. guy is like, they're committing suicide. Like, this is the first time we've heard the word suicide mentioned in this entire Oh, did they story. specifically yeah. say Oh, yeah. um, coming at us like that is suicide. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that he said that they're committing suicide. It's like, this move is suicide. Yeah, yeah no, that, that's what he said. He says they, they're, they're still coming. They're not altering course. He says, then they're committing suicide. Oh, wow. He says that. Yeah. 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 Which, I, which I, even I thought was like really dark for reboot all of a sudden. It's, it's dark. And they're, yeah. But then uh, they're, um, they're taking the principal office. They're, they're using the smart cannons on the, not the smart cannons. They're using the cannons equipped on the, um, on the principal office. I'm just noticing. I, for some reason, this is just coming to me now. Um, and actually, I, I kind of have to laugh where there's one where there's a binome firing and then his the top square gets blown off. That's what I meant. Still, it shows still, them being dismembered. Yeah, it, yeah. Just, it just shows him he's kind of like stuck there, but he's still kind of like moving like he's firing a weapon. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just thought it was funny as well. Cockroach <laughs> moment. And there's yeah. a slow motion scene. As it yeah. fades, shows Wilson Matrix storming the principal office with the the resistance, yep. at, which I think is really cool, and it fades to show Dot in the command like office. I yeah. love Be- this scene. Oh my it's, it's just a brief one, but she's thinking to herself. She's not talking out loud, and she's saying, "I wish I could be out there with my brother." And like Bob, where are you? As this like slow motion scene is like fading. Yeah, and the fact that everything out there is like superimposed on her face is a beautiful animation. Oh, oh yeah, well done, definitely. guys. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I, like, she's like, I like how I like how now after we've seen the CPUs in action and they're getting blown out of the sky like in Web Wars, um, but now suddenly their armor and their weaponry it looks really badass. 
I noticed that too. Some that I saw. Yeah, like There's suddenly they look them. really, really cool. They have like kind of Judge Dread masks, you know, like for Sur- doing what they can to survive. Yeah, but I was noticing like how they all look completely different than what we saw in in first and second season. Um, I, I dig it. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. There's hey, some familiarity. Footnotes. Footnotes. Yeah, there's some familiarity as we cut to uh, Hexadecimal's lair. Yes. Yes. And Bob um, is in the spotlight. Have you ever noticed that her chandelier looks like it's made of bone or teeth? Bone, yeah. I, I've definitely seen this, yeah. And it's I'm crazy. like, oh, her chandelier is made of bones? And that That's doesn't look cool. like it, doesn't look like it has any lights on it. Candle holders? Maybe. Could be. But, but she's got her spotlight there that just kind of hovers around. The iconic spotlight that kind of like yeah. casts like big shadows on, yeah, yeah. on the wall from her, right? I, yeah. Well, and uh, Bob's on a green couch. He's on a like chair. The, like in the yeah. lazy boy. In the very, very unlike her lair. <laughs> I find it very weird. Like just this unused like couch asset that they just threw on the scene. Do you remember? They needed Bob to sit on something. Do you remember Snackwell's cookies? They were like chocolate cookies in the 90s. And the commercials always featured this guy just advertising them, and he's sitting on a green chair exactly like this one. I don't know if that's a direct really? homage to it, but that's the first thing that came to mind when I saw Bob tied up on a green chair. <laughs> he's going to be selling you some cookies. Hey, he's selling cookies. Yeah, that's Even though he's tied up, like Glitch what? Bob is like really calm and like... yeah. He could be enjoying it. You know, he could be. The thing is, it's hexadecimal, so he knows if he does anything out of time, out of term, she's gonna kill him. <laughs> yeah, like no matter what. Uh, I don't also, think so. also, I, I think, think he knows a, she won't. I, I think he knows her. Yeah, exactly. I think he knows. Uh, well, because hexadecimal's always had some shred of good in her, which is kind of what Bob's known, because Bob's always yeah. kind of had this, like, interesting relationship with this virus. Yes. Or even though she's, like, crazy evil, she still has a soft spot for Bob, because Bob understands her to some degree. And tries to help. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, he could... We, we've talked about this in, in the past. Um, yeah, yeah. Everyone on um, Alphanumeric has, that Bob is a lot different than what we presume to be other guardians are like because he kind of has a live and let live. Yeah. Policy that seems rare for the guardians. He doesn't just wipe out hex or or megabyte when he gets the chance. Yeah. Right. He's always been on the path of trying to fix things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and to find I guess find the good in a sense. Of everybody, yeah. So I, I like this relationship that he has, but he he's he's different not only because time has gone by, mm-hmm. right? Like he maybe just like uh, Matrix, time goes by faster in the web because his hair is yeah. long and his just mm-hmm. attitude was different. Uh, yeah. But now that he's merged with Glitch, it, it's it's different because he's both of those entities, right? And we know Glitch also has a personality. Yeah. We don't get to see much of it, but they, they are they they are sentient. Yep. Because Turbos like reacted to um Bob's when Matrix met him. Right. In the harbor town. 
Mm-hmm. Good old Port City. Port City. City of Ports. <laughs> so, this hex so, has a crack, cracked mask. And she wants to withered. dance. Yeah. Yeah. She still got the dominatrix mark. outfit even more so than season one, right? Mm-hmm. 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 But she seems to be fine. Well, Her, as fine as Hex Decimal is. Right? <laughs> yeah. You know what it, I find funny when mm. when Bob is like captured on the chair, why doesn't he break out of it? Like if he's such a strong guardian that has fused with his key tool, wouldn't he be able to like finagle something to get himself out of whatever bondage he was in? Well, that's that's what we were There's talking no about earlier is that that we don't we we don't think um that he really is trying to escape. No. And if because he does try anything, he wants it to conflict. be as peaceful as possible. Right. Or yeah. she just grab him again, or she'd constrain him even worse. Right. Yeah. So just he's he's doing what's best for both of them, mm-hmm. not just for himself. Yeah, exactly. Brought up their like relationship, right? He could mm-hmm. probably just bust free, right? Yeah. Shoot through the wall and, and peace out. And that's why right? Hex. That's why Hex says, "I was afraid that you had left." Oh, uh, because uh. she knows oh. that he could possibly do that. Yeah, but he he stayed. He stayed. He stayed. He stayed. He, he enjoyed it. He liked it. He wanted yeah. to see where it was going. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, which you know is wise. Uh, yeah. <laughs> lessons. So the um, assault. The assault. Yes, we're going back to the principal office. We see Matrix and Mouse running full speed towards the principal office. They hide behind some rubble. Yes, they do. And basically, they go to make their move, shoot at one of the um, auto cannons, mm-hmm. uh, because Mouse says, "Hey, can Frisket take care of it?" And he's like, "He's he's busy doing Frisket things." Yeah, it's all the Frisket <laughs> things. And yep. they jump up behind cover, and Matrix has his gun, and uh, Mouse has her sword. And I'm like, "What's Mouse gonna do against another person with a gun?" But exactly. luckily. <laughs> deflect the the shot that'd be pretty cool but um we see a starfish shuriken Mm -hmm. right into the head of the viral binome on the turret what a shot yeah bitches in this episode (laughs) he's dead like that's not like paralyzing him like that's yeah that's a couple inches chunk chunked into his his head yeah yeah but it's all all or nothing now right look out his cpu if you will yeah, she swings by and she's like, "If you're through resting, like I'm here." Right. <laughs> it's like, "Hey, you've got a." She's got, she's on a board. Yeah. Where they were just charging on foot. So um, they have a moment, Andrea and Matrix, before they run off, and they say, "Well, let Mouse go. But we she's, need to she's go save Fong. <laughs> she's off to go do Mouse things. We need to go directly for Fong." Yep. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Yeah. Just, just collect Fong. Yeah. Just collect Fong. Fong. <laughs> There's your free parking space. So, <laughs> Megabyte feels like he's under some pressure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, your your friends are. And he's like persistent. Uh, okay, uh, Air Doctor. <laughs> um, <laughs> you can if you can pull off another slam dunk uh, and speed things. Expedite the process. Uh, I'll let you have some fun. Yeah, he's got a moment. All the stabbies. They, 
him and Bunnyfoot pull out these comically large, like it was like what are they multi tools with like multi-tool, saws and yeah. syringes saws and, and blades and syringes? Torture, Just torture like, shit. What? Yeah, very German. Um, <laughs> very <Right now. laughs> very airy doctor. Pulls out a basketball. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Try to get past me. <laughs> you you won't dunk on me. Dunk, I'm gonna make dunk you feel like on me. <laughs> yeah, and Fong's still conscious somewhat, and he's like, Who? he keeps repeating the same thing, which means he's losing mm. it. He's like, do what you will, virus. Yeah, yep. if you've noticed the last couple of episodes when his head's been in the bell jar, he originally referred to the virus as his name, Megabyte. But now as he's going deeper into, like, subconscious delirium, he keeps just saying virus, virus, virus. It's he's also more insulting. It's kind of like how Megabyte yeah. calls Matrix boy. Matrix boy. boy. Yes. Or whatever. Yeah. It's, like, demeaning. So yeah. he's just calling him virus. It, mm-hmm. also, he doesn't. He doesn't give them the dignity of having a yeah. name. Yeah, so he's, like, he's, you know, he's he's trying to resist and yeah, like you're always back you've always been the same, you know. Mm-hmm. Just a virus. Once a yep. virus, always a virus. So the rebel forces have now entered the building, and we see Matrix and Andrea encouraging them on through the I, dark I just, So there's a giant. Um, window with the hacking with all the numbers, right? Mm-hmm. Even though he's four megabytes, four feet away from it, he opens his like wrist to see the progress yeah. in like yep. green and red bars. Yeah, but like well, the, the window's like four feet away right from there. him. Well, it's kind the of thing like, is, they're on their computer, but they still want to use their Apple Watch. I, I, I thought about that, but I, I feel like because like he was gonna he was gonna split, he was gonna go somewhere. I think he wanted to see if it was synced up, if he wanted to see if his little device was working. Oh, it's like checking his yeah. watch. Yeah, gotcha. kind of. He wanted yeah. to make sure his Apple Watch was synced up. Yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah. So well, have fun, Doctor. Off I go. Yeah. <laughs> so while he's checking his Apple Watch, these two are, you know, encouraging their their buddies to go, go, go. And I love this next scene because Andrea turns around and the look on her face is like, oh, what is this? And then she looks at Matrix and it's like, hey, he's over there. Through the giant yeah. doors with the virus symbol on them, and all yeah. the other rebels are like running down the hallway, and it's like, where are they going? I I like this. I I don't know. I I think some battles shouldn't be fought alone, but to each their own. Oh, so before he goes through the giant double yeah. doors with the virus symbol and the red carpet leading to it, like quite yeah. clearly towards Megabyte's chambers, Andrea before Matrix says anything. She says, I know. This I know. is something you need to do alone. Yes, and there's also a sad Enzo motif in the background, but in a different key. Oh, good catch. It's, it's, yes. it's been modulated a little bit, because it's like, it's. I don't want to say it's completely a major key, but it's, it's noted in a way that it's leading up to Matrix going in to fight Megabyte. It's not completely sad, it's not completely happy, but it's in that uncertain the kind of cordial structure. Anticipation of, of a reckoning. Yes, it's probably yeah. like... Maybe sad Enzo like, music will change soon. Kind of yeah. Yeah. Maybe it won't be sad Enzo music anymore. It'll that be um, semi-happy music. 
Possibly. Yeah, and it'll be renegade music. Yeah. <laughs> Content Enzo music. Yeah, so we've also, like what you guys have established that Andrea recognizes the fact that this is Matrix's current fight to battle, and yeah. she steps out of the way. Because even though those two have been paired up this entire time doing these adventures together, she yeah. recognizes this is Matrix's thing. This is his end-all, be-all. This is what he's been training to do the last however long. So, yeah. go nuts. I would have hid in the shadows, just in case he started losing. Stab, stab Megabyte in the back. Yeah, you would have. Wins win, man. <laughs> when it's bad guys, I don't give a shit. No. I'll throw starfish at him, I'll stab him in the back with a trident. Whichever. Yep. <laughs> wow. So we cut to ballroom dancing. Yes. Yeah, Bob and Hexadecimal. This is kind of nice. And it reminds, <laughs> they're floating. And yeah. have you ever read the short story Harrison Bergeron? No. I will link you to that. Um, <laughs> both. It's it's a commentary on society to the extreme, but it kind of ends with characters dancing in the air and and flighting. It's it's interesting. I'll I'll send it to you. Oh. But it sounds oh. interesting. When it's 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 a I'll, I'll anybody that's familiar with it listening um it's not what you think it's it's about handicapping the able so that everybody's on equal footing okay so if you're yeah. good looking they make you wear bad makeup or a clown mm -hmm. nose if you're really strong they make you wear weights mm -hmm. so that it's harder for you to move if you're really smart they rig like an ear device that like plays sounds whenever you're thinking too much so that everyone is is equal and okay. nobody has the advantage. But so it's to the that to the when, extreme. When was right? this done? When was this, this written? This, this written? It, it only takes like a minute to two minutes to read. Harrison Bergeron. When was it written? I who? Good question. Good good calling me out on that. I I can't tell, but it has 1984 oh. vibes to it. Oh no no no! Yeah. I, 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 that's what I was I was what I was getting at. I wasn't calling anybody out i was like i was just no, curious no. yeah, yeah i wasn't being like what are you what else do you know? vibes no. <laughs> 1984 yeah. vibes i was to gonna it. say it sounds a lot like that so yeah that'd be that's okay yeah. yeah i'll have to read that that's cool yeah and it's about two parents watching the news and wondering what happened to their son and their son appears on the news and wow I'll, i won't spoil anything else about it all right but i will read it to jump back into hexadecimal's yeah. dance with bob um, yeah, she when they ways, go go ahead. I I like what she does here. <laughs> Yo, me too. She twirls herself back to her chair and she lifts her leg up so high, and it's just like, take a look at this. You always were the dancer. You always then, were the dancer, and it's it's a stripper move. She's lifting her leg almost up to her ear. Yes, damn right. Yeah. That is a stripper move. I can vouch for that. The show's giving people what they want. I'll yeah. just say that. <laughs> yeah. The, yes, the long, high, high leather boots. It's yep. in the heels. Yep. It's uh, She's already tall. See, uh -huh. one thing I, I don't like is when tall women are afraid to wear heels because it makes them taller. No. Be six foot four. Wear, wear heels. Don't give a shit. <laughs> exactly. The ones that I just bought make me exactly six foot and I'm five foot five. So... Yeah. Go for it. <laughs> yes. If you can rock it, do it. But um, for yeah. some reason, it's not doing it for Bob because no. he face palms and he says, 
He doesn't insult her or anything. No, he, he just, just says hexadecimal. We need to talk. He's like, you're not well. Not a great thing to say to somebody who's manic or depressed or having mm-hmm. an episode. But then, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I understand that he's trying to be sensitive. <clears throat> Yeah. Oh, God, well, he's he's comfortable enough with her to just get down to brass tacks. Just just say Cut like to the is. chase. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and just you know, like we we need to talk. You know, you're not well. You you know, tell me what's tell me what's up. And then immediately she switches right back to evil. Well, she's you like, know, I don't know. I don't if know I if I should to you. talk to you. And then she just oh, I kill you. And, yeah. And That's then Bob's her. face is like, oh, oh she fuck. didn't do a, a hand wipe. She shakes her head. Oh, yeah. Razor, and her face morphs into the angry face. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. I... And yeah. Bob is like, oh, fuck. She's very maybe, not well. <laughs> I just thought of a hypothesis with that, uh, Cal. Uh, maybe in the time that she was under Megabyte's control and she didn't have use of her arms to do the face panning, she learned how to switch that to do it on Adapted. her own. Adapted. Fucking she adapted. She adapted and Amazing. Amazing. Oh. Okay, here we go, okay, folks. Okay, here we go. Here we are. Back at the love office. Oh, man, this is a great scene. Matrix kicks open the fucking giant doors. Yeah. Punches through them. And Air Doctor is like two centimeters away from the slicing yeah. Kong's head open yeah. with a chainsaw. And then he does something really stupid. He says, take one step closer and Unt head gets it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you guys are in the wrong, oh, dude. wrong room. <laughs> Poking the wrong bear. Yeah. Um, wrong bear. <laughs> so I was kind up. of hoping he'd just shoot them. Me too. Because yeah. he takes out his gun and he's like, I don't like binomes who threaten my friends. And he shoots off he screen just... and I'm like, Holy shit, did he just fucking slug them? Yeah. Did he yeah. just cap a... Oh, I yeah. just noticed I'm... that, because I, I have it did up Did he just too. put the cap in their ass? But yeah. the camera angle changes, and he's shooting at their feet oh. to scare them away. I th- and I'm like, I thought it was Air Doctor taking a shit on the floor, because he shit himself. This poor Fong. They're holding that blade right over his head, and he's just kind of like, ah, no. <laughs> he should have just shot it's them. It's like, oh. But he fires off these warning shots, I guess, because they are not his target. His fight isn't really with them. It's, know, with who's, it's with who, his employer. Right. It's yeah. that complicit thing. Okay, since there's a very clear Nazi motif with mm. Megaframe, mm-hmm. the way he tries to run things, it's kind of like the end of Nazi Germany. Everything's in ruins. They're trying their hardest to preserve order. All right. that shit, right? Um, yeah. Are Nazi scientists complicit? Or is mm-hmm. only the highest up? Like, at what point are officers or generals or well, I mean, the, Nazi, the Nazi scientists went to America, but um, the, most of the higher-ups were either captured or committed suicide. From what I... Uh, wrong history lesson. So, if they're scientists, capture them and make them make bombs for you. If they're yeah. anyone else, they're uh, killed or condemned. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, l- let's face it. Let's face it. Germans know how to like do stuff. So they 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 know how to do they stuff. Do. They know how to do stuff. 
They, uh, I'm talking like science, science, and like they're, they've always been very, very scientifically yeah. minded. Yeah. Definitely. So, oh, just the Nazi scientists. Just the Nazi scientists. Germans yeah. are smart. They make good cars. Yeah. Yeah. So Fong looks dead. He's so dead. His head's in a, almost. In a tank. His his little wires are starting to fade at the bottom. Man, this kind of got me. I thought he was going to be badass and come and fight, but he looks sad and he doesn't say like he. He says it's me, Enzo. Well, mm. Bong hadn't seen Enzo until this point, and obviously Enzo is now Matrix. He's oh, he looks up. so sad. Well, it, Bong was like part of his mentorship growing up, so That's and true. they had they had a mad respect for each other. And Fong is so sad yeah. for the fact that he cannot stand to greet him because I, I forgive <laughs> forgive my yeah. not standing to <laughs> greet you. <laughs> I, I, think I am that glad. Was... To, Classic Fong line. Sorry, go on. Oh, absolutely. I mean, based off of his character and the culture that it came from, that's an intercultural communication thing right there. That's in, true. In, in Asian culture, like, you stand to greet people. Of course. I was also thinking about the fact that, like, oh, obviously I can't, but I'm sure you and I can laugh about it. Yeah. I it as a pun, like, yeah. Yeah, kind of like, oh, like forgive, forgive, forgive me my, not standing. Forgive me for not standing. Like, ahoy. yeah. Well, uh, it used to be a thing, um, like kind of like a civilized, like European thing to stand mm. when a woman left the mm. table, even. Yeah, and to stand up to right. greet someone in general. Yeah, times have changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they have. I still try and make a point of 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 you know manners and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. yeah, times really have changed. And... Yeah, Snidler takes his coat off and puts it on puddles to allow women to <laughs> yep. cross. If cross. if there's if there's a puddle there, yeah, but I've never actually ran into that situation before. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Opens the door. Yeah. Stand. Stand. So ladies. And put, ladies. Make sure his, his powdered wig is straight. This <laughs> baggy coat is. All buttoned up. <laughs> <laughs> Always stands on the side closest to the street, so he can, he can absorb all the puddles. Actually, exactly. actually, I so do do reason, that. I do do that. It was twofold. The That's reason the that started when you're walking side by side, and there's mm-hmm. a man and a woman. The man is on the outside. Mm-hmm. So if carriages or horses go by, the man and they were to be splashed. The man would block the woman, yep. and mm-hmm. also the way um, Victorian era buildings were the second story jutted out a little bit so that you could have those awnings those um windows yeah. a little sitting area to net and, and look out but also people threw their cham- chamber pots out there onto yes, the street they did. yeah they jutted out. and so when those splashed down you'd, you'd get it you'd think some people would be decent and look first but no Thank God yeah. times have changed in those in those uh, matters. Uh, Thank God times have changed, and we just let women get splashed with chamber pots. Yeah, <laughs> that's that it. Too much. That was too like, much, man. Men have been oppressed for too long. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for women to walk okay. on the outside of the it's time sidewalk. For women to get splashed by poo. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> poo noodles. Yeah. Um, this is okay. actually a really touching moment. Yeah, it is. Because Fong says, Back to the oh, show. Yeah. Enzo, I'm glad to see you, my son. And I've never seen yeah. Enzo like this. Yeah. Imagine seeing one of your mentor just as a uh, dying head. Mm-hmm. It's 
And so they're so good at animating expressions. Man, Matrix oh, yeah. has come a long way since we started like, this. I've got Matrix's face pause on eleven thirty-one as a timestamp, and he just looks so sad. So sad. Oh, look at him. Right? He's a renegade, sad but he's Enzo. so sad. The sad renegade music. Sad Enzo. Sad Enzo. Sad renegade music. <laughs> and he's like, um, "I'm gonna get you out of there, Fong. Where's Megabyte?" And uh, Fong still has the wherewithal to be like, be behind you, Enzo. Mm -hmm. yeah. And he just manages to dodge Megabyte's claws. Yes. It's on. It's on it, like it Donkey is. Kong. It is. And then so, Megabyte's like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, it's like, who, the, boy. Boy. Wide. the boy. Yeah. The boy. Enzo. And then yep. his eyes narrow and get dark. Yeah, I think at first really... he seems surprised, but then he he gets angry. Yeah, it's like I thought I killed you before. Home this monologue, games. this monologue oh. when he's like, "Oh, Ooh, yes, it is." I and love he kind it. of turns. It's animated so well. The oh, lighting, yeah. the what do you call? It's still choreography, even if it's CG characters. Oh right? yeah, I love the, the fact that we've got a red background on blue and green. Like that's a yes, perfect contrast. It's so good the way this is written and the way it's delivered. Like where he's talking about uh, Enzo, young Enzo and Matrix. young Enzo Matrix. Home from the games. Home from the games. Mm -hmm. You know. Why have you grown? And then and then grown? he draws his weapon and he goes and such toys. You know, like he's just like and he's intimidated so by the gun. He is and not only that, but he's he sees Enzo has become potentially more of a threat now than when he was as a little boy, and he's still trying to tear him down like he did before. Obviously, he's he survived. To do a goal where he can win. Yes, because he's like, he's doing that psychology sister thing. Know you're playing with them, the, the toys. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, and um, Matrix's eye like does its turn thing, and he aims the gun at him, and I'm like, just shoot him, shoot him, fucking dead, please. Like, do it. Mm. Doing that. You've been training for this for like 17 episodes now. Just do it. But then I love then, the shot of Enzo. Then, oh yeah. Zooms in on his face. The red background's behind him too. Mm -hmm. And there's sh shadow on his face. Ah. Oh. But then Megabyte right. makes a great point. Where he's oh what is no. that annoying chatter of yours. Mega this and mega that. <laughs> Why don't you put, put that gun away? boy and you try fighting like a real <laughs> sprite <laughs> and then enzo is basically like damn it you're right <laughs> he just throws it down i'm then, a different uh, renegade than him i would have just been like you're right and i would have shot him in the head <laughs> but <laughs> but this is fantastic maybe he, that was old matrix aside he's but like fine I'm, he just walks up to him and he's like i'm gonna fucking enjoy this and so maybe he's Maybe Go on. Before before you get to that, like maybe ten episodes ago, right? Matrix would have just shot him. Yeah. But I feel like meeting Bob, getting his emotions under control, finding out what he values. It's not just power anymore. Like that whole like vision quest that he went on, where he's like, "Wait, am I just going to be like Megabyte?" Yeah. So I don't know if it's. Megabyte tricking him, or if part of him is like, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna take him out with my bare hands. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure which it is. I would have. It's like him, he's but. not that weak little boy. He knew that he was in previous yep. seasons that couldn't do shit. So like he's got muscles now. 
he's choosing not to just shoot him dead, which is mm-hmm. what I'm trying to touch on. Right. He he wants yeah. him to suffer as much as Megabyte made him suffer. Exactly. Through various exactly. ways and means throughout all these episodes. But I, I'm I'm touching on the the chivalry thing because if he wanted to make him suffer, he could just shoot his kneecaps out. <laughs> True. I. <laughs> I've thought a lot about what Renegade Neo Cal would would do to Megabyte. <laughs> um, but no, it's it's an honor thing, a chivalry thing. Um, True. the satisfaction of being like Megabyte's always been physically imposing. You know what? I'm gonna beat him where Megabyte's at his strongest, maybe. Yeah. Just so that I can beat him fully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would, did I really beat him if I just shot him? Right. So yeah. I. I uh, there's there's contemplation to to be had. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe all of the above. It's a reckoning. But he doesn't just put his gun away. He tosses it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> it's Maybe very, have like, it as a backup. <laughs> it's a very Luke Skywalker kind of move in Return of the Jedi when he throws his lightsaber to the side when he's confronting Emperor Palpatine right before he gets barbecued. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Well, that was him choosing not to fight. Mm-hmm. This is him choosing to take matters into his own hands. And since like Stidler seems you know. about it, after he throws his gun, you can you can take it away. Oh, this is just so good. Where he just like he's like, I'm okay, fine. <clears throat> I'm gonna enjoy this because this is what's it's happening right now. So he stomps up to him. Megabyte is just. Just, there, like shaking his head like really like okay here we go you know here comes the kid tough to be a hero and then he just delivers this punch that sends him flying across the room and he slides across the floor and he's got this oh, oh no damn that kind of hurt look on his face like what happened and he looks down and he dented him he dented megabyte right the on look the look on megabyte's face is like what? he's like holy crap like Okay, finally, a, a real fight. <laughs> like, we ever seen him damaged? No, no, all never. Megabyte's been like, I don't think so, in- invincible. Yeah, we've like... seen his claws maybe break, or we've seen yeah. him be um, contained or yeah. shot away, or that kind of thing. But I don't think we've seen his him damaged. Right, his no. armor's never been damaged. Even he is like. Shocked. Shocked. And there's a little bit of it's... fear there. And I like yeah. it. Yeah, because now Megabyte's <laughs> realizing he's not as invincible as he once thought he was. And even when he has all this power oh. over a, a supposed dead system, but it's then... like physically. Oh, it's insane. I love he, this. He 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 gets up. It's kind of like just like fascinating. <laughs> like and then just Enzo runs at him and just freaking plows him through spear! this. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, it's a spear! Um, <laughs> there's a little WWE for, for Christopher Siege there. Um, he tackles <laughs> him and they go through like a two foot thick like concrete wall that crumbles. Oh yeah. It's, it's amazing. Now this, by the way, listeners, the first time I've ever seen the episode was a couple hours ago. So this is like I was super fucking stoked, but I immediately was like, wait, he's pursuing revenge before stopping and save, saving, before saving Fong and before stopping the codes. 
Mm-hmm. So that's Matrix coming through more than Enzo. Enzo would have saved Fong and, and gotten out of there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Matrix is so focused on revenge and, and hurting yeah. and stopping Megabyte that in the background, Fong is still being tortured and the codes yeah. are still being ripped from his head. Yeah. And there's three more blocks to get before. And Andreas said, remember, we're here to say Fong. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure everything will end up all right, but I, I was like, oh no. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. that's not the primary objective here. Yep. No. But I mean, he blames Megabyte, rightfully so, for everything. Yes, yeah, yeah, I'd say rightfully so. Yeah, because he has nobody else to blame, because theoretically, Megabyte's the one that kind of fucked everything up for him. Sent yeah. Bob to the web, um, <laughs> subjugated mainframe, tortured, uh, arguably, even though Hex did it. Hex wouldn't have destroyed mm-hmm. Mainframe if she wasn't enslaved and tortured. Mm-hmm. Right? So uh, I'm with I'm with Matrix. I, everything yep. is Megabyte's fault. Yes. <laughs> like there's a, there's one culprit to how everything went downhill and it's it's Megabyte. It's Megabyte. Yep. And so we cut to this scene where Matrix is literally on top of Megabyte, punching him in the face. It's a slobber knocker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Megabyte just grabs his his fist and crunches it. And while while Matrix is like there in a block of pain, he's getting ready to slice him open with his claws again. Yeah. He jumps away. Yep. It looked like he got cut on his lip or just missed his face because he touches his face for a moment. (laughs) Yeah, I think he might have gotten nicked. I thought we agreed no toys. Still the pretender. Still the pretender. Boy. Onto you, boy. And then he brings up his sister again. Because he knows that's a that's a weak point for him. That's that that's the thing that kind of motivates him. It's like, where's your sister protect you? Or better yet, where is your firewall? Where's your firewall? I shall enjoy this. And he's getting ready to like overhead swing. And oh, Andrea yeah. and the resistance shows up. <laughs> Not to help him, they're just marching through. Kind of, but she, you know, passing through. She's like, Matrix, catch! And she throws her trident to the horror <laughs> of both Enzo and... Because it almost gets him right <laughs> in the face. <laughs> and they both look back at him like... Like, what in the world? It flies and hits the area in the wall, embedding itself in the wall right where Enzo's head was. Yeah. And both Megabyte and Enzo turn and look at Andrea like, what the fuck? Like Megabyte too? What is what makes yeah. that funny? Funny to me. Yeah, his face is just funny. And a trident isn't really the weapon of choice. I I always pictured this fight going down with. It's what but, they had. <laughs> but it's showing that you can't always do things alone. Uh huh. Yeah. Sometimes you do need help from your friends. And if, if she could have just threw that at Megabyte, she's giving it to Matrix. She's, right. She could come in, she could throw starfish, right? She could paralyze him, mm-hmm. like throw her like claws, which we found out she can she can do. Yep. Um her, like projectile out of her, her hands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um nope. She's just evening the playing field. Yep. Yeah. It reminds me of um when they were in the web and Andrea was totally out and Matrix is like I'm just going to borrow your trident. I promise I'll bring it right back. Yeah. I'm, I'm borrowing this. 
<laughs> yeah, when she was out of it, yeah. And he's like, I don't it's know how to use weapon. this thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, then we immediately cut to Fong being tortured inside the 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 thing Tortured and then, that he's in again yeah. but andrea is trying to break it open and she's holding <laughs> one of her starfish yep. and i'm like bet you wish you had your uh you tried it what you gonna do yeah and at this point well, that i think we skipped a part here no we didn't no, we're, did we not we're here yeah no and everything glows green he yeah there. everything oh yeah okay we're here now okay good yep. okay good Everything glows right. green. Fong yells, "No!" Megabytes, yes, yes. Yeah. He's got the codes because it's connected to his Apple Watch. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he's like, "Now, how do I get there?" And he notices the there's spiral a spiral staircase. Yes. We've seen that before. We're, we're seeing parts of the principal office that are that we've mm -hmm. never seen before. Obviously, yep. it's quite fascinating. A jarring change of pace from the action is Bob and Hex <laughs> and their. They're having tea, their time, tea party. Yeah. Yep. And he's smiling and he's even has his pinky out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so classic. And then finally, what we've been saying, he's going he pretends just... to drink and he just drops the cup and he just like, you know, Looney Tunes like tries to dash away. <laughs> and, and, and of Hex course. Like, nope. Yep. Hex just tele telekinetically tosses yeah. it back. Yep. And now he tries to explain. He's like, Hex, you gotta let me go. I have to help the others. Mm -hmm. It's like, why do you want to leave? We have so much catching up to do! Which is like, you know, creepy X type. Yep. Uh, and, then, and then what's great is that Bob I guess kind of manipulates the communication a little bit, and he starts talking about her. Now, no. we all know Hexadecimal loves talking about herself, so Bob is starting to point out things about her. Old Bob, that that's a good catch. Old Bob, mm. I would agree with you. Mm -hmm. But this is new Bob, and I don't think he's manipulating her. I I don't think he has in the past though, right? Mm. But I, the way his tone is delivered, I think it's a little bit different. Mm -hmm. I think he 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 caught caught the damage on her mask, and he yeah. is actually genuinely concerned. This is glitch Bob. I, I this is so, like yeah. weathered. Um, web bob he's seen yeah. what happened to the other sprites in the web he aligned himself with them he understands their plight like he's he's very zen this one. Oh, definitely and it's such he's a stark that, he's, he's yeah go ahead there's it's a stark, stark contrast yep stark contrast from young guardian bob from season one who just wants like antagonize hex a little bit like play along with her flirtation, along with it but it's not like in a truly sincere caring way now, no. now it is. Now it is because it's like, oh my god, yeah. You're yeah. yeah, he's like, Hex, your your mask. What and happened? And she, she, she genuinely sounds concerned. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, and she's she's like she's broken and she's embarrassed to show this flaw in her in her outward appearance and potentially her personality too. It yeah. And this is another thing that we covered, like in uh, what was it, season two or season one, where we were talking about how she's a depiction of a whole bunch of different mental states in one and right. where Possibly, her mask yeah. where her mask is now starting to manifest on the outside what she's like on the inside where it's actually fragmented it's actually cracked and it's broken and it's oh, even got her goodness. even even her beauty mark is like a burn 
like she's been so damaged mm-hmm. um even more so than everything so it's it's starting to show on the outside and then it's good symbolism yeah. yeah so i just thought that was kind of genius how that whole thing was was told because I it's so it symbolism. it is yeah. so real um mm-hmm. metaphorically because it's a show obviously but it's so real when you when you you know deal with certain people like as you go through life you know the people that are trying to hide it and then there's the people that show it but they still look okay and then after a while like it's bottled up for so long and you just keep getting worse because you keep getting abused and it starts to show and in this case her mask her her only thing that keeps everything the only way she's able to show all of her emotions is put on this mask anyways and it changes all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, are we at the point? Hold on. We're not even at well, this point yet. She, I have more to say on says, this one later. Yeah. So she says, oh, because Bob's like, oh, here, like, let, let me touch your face. And I'm like, yeah. oh, wow. And she's like, uh, no, I, I don't think that I want you to. And he's like, please, I can help. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, this is. This is powerful. This is a stuff. good interaction. Yeah. And then she says that she's afraid. Yeah. And she continues and like, to hide her She face, would never but... open up about this stuff with anyone else. Exactly. Like, I, I, I love this. Because mm-hmm. this whole um, odd, interesting relationship, they've built up this trust, and it's just kind of... It, it, it's even it's though a she's very been important interaction. Even though she's been dangerous and all, has almost killed... Main, <laughs> destroyed Mainframe, and has almost hurt Bob, and has hurt yep. his friends... He's he recognizes that's part of mainframe he's he's there for and she's never truly meant evil, maybe. Mm. Because when he says, Oh, don't be afraid, and he like embraces her, and I'm like, Whoa, he's like, Oh, he, 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 he pulls her in. Yeah, he yeah. She's like, Oh, Bob. And he lifts yeah. up his hand, and I have to admit, I if you analyze this right here, she's like, Oh, Bob, and they get close, right? She extends her claws behind she his does. back. Yep. Right? And I'm it's like, like... It's like what? she's either going to slice him in half or she's going to like rub her nails up and down his back. Whoa. Some guys like getting their back raked when they embrace. Um, some, you know, that's just the thing. But I yeah. feel bad, but I laughed because he just, Bob just calmly... Right, as she's about to like rake him or something, he just calmly like Iron Man fire blasts her face. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I, and obviously, we learn that in a bit later when it comes back to them that mm. he's um, mending. Yeah. Her, not just yeah. physically, but we'll get into that when we we get into well, that. Right? Well, also, I I think he <laughs> he knew that that was the way to go, but he knew he had to act quick because I think he knew full well. That she was just unstable enough to claw him up the back, mm-hmm. basically. Uh, Which, so things like, like megabytes claws, they delete yeah. shit that they corrupt shit yeah, that they, that's true. they sink into. Yeah. He, so, uh, he yeah, was, was calm just... and confident. Yeah, yeah I also think like, Bob. It's happening. Bob God. He just Maybe. said it's happening. Oh, yeah. Um, I also think Bob knew what he was doing, and he was doing. 
a favor for Hex because Hex knew it needed to happen, even though she was afraid of being fixed in a sense. But he was also kind of trying to buy his way to freedom to yeah. convince Hex to let him go help the others in the situation that's happening outside of the lair. Sometimes, I, I think in that, order to help yourself, you must help others. Yes. Yeah. I, like I think that. that was definitely part of it. It was, yeah. Is that a fun quote? <laughs> if it's not, it should be. It's a neo Cal quote now. Yeah. <laughs> but said in the voice of Fong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? I forgot what I was going to say. Seven. We're in the weird now, spiral yeah, staircase we're back. scene. Yep. We're back at the thing. Yeah, and Megabytes, what has he got? A pipe? <laughs> a big I, old I, pipe? I, I really. Okay, here's the thing. Okay. They are halfway up this staircase. Or a good three quarters of the way up this staircase. They have been fighting the entire time. Enzo's been fighting Megabyte up, up the stairs the entire time with this tiny little railing. It is tiny. It's it like is, up to their knees. That is For so dangerous. That is so For dangerous. <laughs> it's a very steep staircase. Yeah. Like, holy crow. And he's got a Fong pipe. doesn't have feet. He hovers. So maybe for Fong, it's easy peasy to get up these stairs. Mm-hmm. I suppose. But you know what's funny, though? We have seen Megabyte in a different form scale things like this. Like in season one, episode three, The Quick and the Fed, when Bob's getting that magnet, you can literally yeah. see Megabyte Just going to Cheetah mode, like racing up the thing. It's like, why didn't he do that now Even to in get the that tear to GTFO? It's yeah. because Enzo's been on his heels. Well, maybe yes. he hasn't had a chance. Yeah, but but Megabyte knows he's faster when he's using four legs instead of two. So why didn't he just zoom his little ass up the stairs? Uh, maybe maybe he needs to be in a straight line, and the the stairs make problems. <laughs> maybe he's always been in like a straight line when he's in, been in like bounding. Yeah, hmm. either vertical or horizontal. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't have an Enzo like stabbing at your butt. Yeah. Or your abdomen. Yeah, so it looks like he's laying the smack down with a big pipe and he's gonna finish Enzo off. And uh he tried and megabyte and we get to see what's under his armor. Yeah, it's like he goes through maybe like two or three inches of solid armor and it's like, whoa, there's there's fleshy bits in there. Oh, oh, that looks so painful because the face he makes his roll back. You kind of feel it. And he's like, nothing has ever dented me. Or penetrated this flesh, <laughs> like nothing has ever hurt me in my life. You are like, becoming an annoyance, boy. It's like <laughs> it is insane. Like how awesome this is. I love Matrix's um, response. He's like, "Trust me, it gets, it gets worse." worse. <laughs> and then Megabyte just punches this the ceiling. Yeah, and and Matrix just goes on is. and on. Back I wondered why he just let him punch the ceiling like that. And why he jumped up onto this debris and slid down for so long. But either that or get crushed, it, I guess. I think if it were me on a piece of debris sliding downstairs, getting up and over it would be very awkward. So I think that's Fair. why it would take me so long. It's Yeah, but he it, instead of dying, he does jump off and get back yeah, to the stairs. Yeah, it, because it, go, it goes over the edge. Yeah. Right. And you can yeah. see his face as the camera pans up. Is like he's catching his breath and he's got a look of contemplation on his face. He's like, What the fuck am I up against? Yeah. You're doing it, man. So we get a very interesting scene back at Hex's lair. 
Transition. Yep. We got a bunch of gnolls looking at screaming. There. He's not just like Iron Man blasting her face so he can get away. Yeah. It cuts to her, and the first thing I notice as she's hiding her face is that she seems to have like eyeshadow, but eyelashes. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, eyelashes? And then as she pulls away, her eyes open, and I'm like, wait, her mask is animated. Yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. And it's her like face Bob... is a little different. Mm-hmm. It's like Bob fixed the glitch that was in her mask. So you know how yeah. um a lot of the sprites in mainframe have like kind of a broad nose, mm-hmm. right? Like they kind of higher cheekbones kind of thing. Her facial structure changes too. Yeah. yeah. She has a, a like a nose almost like a sprite now. Like her, yeah. the mask is different, and it's it moves. And her voice is a little different. And she says, "Look what you've done to me." As she looks into a a mirror. Mm-hmm. And her mouth is moving. Yep. And I'm yeah, like, so she's not just like speaking with her mind anymore. It's like she now has full range of motion in her face. So not only are the, is the crack gone, she doesn't have to wear masks. And to what Snidler was saying, mm-hmm. this is symbolic for. Well, has Bob healed her mind too? Well, that's she doesn't have to hide behind masks. Possibly. She does. He, he so asks, curious. How, he asks, <laughs> how, it's like how, how, you, how are you feeling? And she says, for the first time, whole. So it's like she's like, been fragmented this whole time. Yeah. And now she has. As she's you know, touching her face with her claws, um, Bob off screen interjects and he's like, Hex, do you think you could. And she says, for you, Bob, without taking her eyes off of the mirror, mm-hmm. anything. Yeah. And then she just, like, effortlessly, as she kind of, like, closes her eyes, um, effortlessly teleports Bob away. Yeah. And I'm like, I did not, I didn't see that coming. I didn't know that Hex, like, transforms. I am really curious to see where the heck this is going. I just think the whole interaction was so beautifully done. And I just, I don't know, it always hits home with me. The contrast between that very intimate scene back and forth between the very action-packed scene mm. at the principal office, those two characters, Matrix and mm-hmm. um, Megabyte, two characters, Bob and Hexadecimal, one virus and a sprite, right? And the back and forth, it's... This is this is really well-directed, yeah. <laughs> this, this episode. Damn. Now, it, now Sniddler, you said um, that that particular moment really hits home for you. Do you want to explain oh. that? Well, yeah. so I, I've just dealt with a lot of people, like uh, family members, friends that have have been through a ton of things mentally, and they just they go through these cycles, and they have these multiple personalities that show up. These they're 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 fragmented. They they're dealing with a lot of trauma, things that they were born with, things that they got through life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it, it's it's rare. Well, for me, in my own personal experience, it's rare to see them come through. Like some of them just keep going on and on through these cycles. And then some of them, you actually see them go through this where they actually put in the work or they have like somebody really good helping them and they, they, they come together. They, they, you can see like where they'll still have like a shift here and there with like between Mm -hmm. personalities, but then eventually over time, a long time, again, it takes work and that they will all kind of amalgamate they like where they'll still remember what it was like but they'll but they'll also be 
well, whole. They'll have, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to better explain it because I've never. Um... It gets worse. So I have yeah. family with certain mental illnesses and friends mm. with, and things like Christopher and I have talked sometimes when it was just him and I, sometimes when Sniddler's here, but a lot in the first season, we we talked about mental illness, hexadecimal. Mm. And um, a lot of the time, people with schizophrenia, they take drugs because it helps. They can escape the hell that they're in a little bit, right? And it goes downhill. But for the first time, five or six-ish, four or five years, uh, I want to say four, yeah. Um, my mom finally found medication that... <laughs> helped most of the antipsychotics that she was on um make you really groggy tired fog-brained can't pay uh -huh. attention to things and for the first time ever it was like actually getting to meet her even though i've been alive over 30 years because mm -hmm. she was clear-minded herself and the medication there's been a lot of changes Sci science and medicine is always evolving right and she's like, yeah, I don't get any symptoms, or if they're here, they're they come and go really quickly, or I just talk to my doctor about dosing or that kind of thing. Um, yeah. And having the mind to be able to be aware of that when when you're suffering from it, you don't have the mind, you don't think that it's there's anything like really wrong, right? And so it's re really interesting seeing people that have had issues their whole life suddenly. It's like knowing an alcoholic for your whole life and then meeting them when they're sober and you're like, wow, right. you're smart and funny yeah. Yeah. and different. Who are you? <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, that's a, that's a different story. But yeah, I've, I've had that too. So it's interesting how suddenly just external influence can make you better. Yeah. And Some, I sometimes you do need magic guardian meds. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. it... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I can absolutely attest to that. While I've never been professionally diagnosed with anything, mm. um, things do run in my family. And one of them, we're going to dive slightly dark right now, um, yeah. is, is anxiety, depression, and suicidal thoughts. And I went throughout many, many years of my life with all of that. And it wasn't until 2008, and my, my cousin took his life, where it, it was that external, I don't want to say motivation, but it was that external event that kind of snapped me out of it. Mm. And it's like, so this is what happens when somebody close to me takes their own life. And then it kind of woke me up a little bit after I got done with, you know, months of depression lingering over it and having like no motivation to do anything. It's like, I kind of, I kind of turned to bettering myself through through honestly it was exercising better diet and just kind of getting up and living my life and yeah. knowing yeah. that I could not allow myself to go down those thoughts again because then I would see the result later on yeah of people it's like a that. change of life style yeah, I, exactly. meds or whatever don't mm -hmm. they're hit or miss and they they have to be in a mindset I had one friend crippling really mm -hmm. bad suicidal thoughts like his whole life meds on and off didn't like really help so he had to live his life a certain way right every day i'm gonna go swimming between these hours and these hours 
Then mm-hmm. I'm going to go to work and do this and this. I need to work on something creative every day. Right. Sit down these hours. I'm going to either write or edit or like do whatever and mm-hmm. just live day to day. <laughs> just I need yeah. to get through the day and better yourself and and write mm-hmm. and like working on the book or whether it's like a tabletop RPG. Let yourself play video games. Yeah. But just spend your time doing things that are good for you. Mm-hmm. And improving yourself can help with that, but it's hard because that effect it 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 almost cripples you. Like depression can cripple yeah. you, and you can't make oh, that first step, or you make the first step, but then the next day you don't. Right, and everyone's and guilty of of that, but mm-hmm. it's so much harder when you when you have that weighing on you. Oh, definitely. And I had a really good conversation in Scotland when I did my study abroad with one of the girls in my group. She's like, yeah, I did a study abroad in Scotland in 2014. Um, So within our tour group, um, we were actually standing in, I think it was the Kelvin Grove Museum of Art. And we were talking about depression and anxiety and all this shit that we're talking about right now. And she's like, yeah, I think it was her therapist that said, the first thing you need to do is make the change that you want to get better. Because ultimately, it, it's on us in, mm. in a way. Now, sometimes yeah. it's brain chemistry and you have to have like that regulating medication to assist. But it still boils down to, do you want to change? Yeah. Including taking the steps yeah. to see if you need medication. Exactly. It's so hard to just go to the... It took me a year and a half just to force myself to go and try to get certain things mm-hmm. diagnosed. Yeah, because like... Our generation, we grew up with that stigma of you're not allowed to talk about mental health because it's looked down upon negatively if you talk about your emotions and your feelings and recognize can't talk that about all these mental illness, happen. can't talk about your salary, all these lies that, exactly. <laughs> that were taught now, to our generation. And now it's becoming more the norm to do so, which I think is fantastic. And these conversations should have happened decades ago. Last two decades, mostly the last one, I'd say, mm-hmm. is has drastically changed what our faux pas or what is socially acceptable to talk about. Like this last decade is is wild. Mm-hmm. Especially that, the latter half of this last decade, like fifteen to twenty. Yeah, I'd say so. The last, specifically, mm-hmm. the last five years, a lot of good and bad, but a lot more like openness, like people peeling back looking behind the curtain mm-hmm. realizing wait i am allowed to talk to my wages with other employees i am yeah. allowed to talk about mental illness oh my friend has this like too oh what did she do to get it treated and- exactly and we're all realizing that we are not perfect people even though our social media may indicate that or our outward personalities may indicate that i mean i'm bubbles good and, and bad art. yeah yeah, like I'm bubbles and sparkles on on the internet at first glance, but once you go behind the scenes and get to know me, I I'm more than just bubbles and sparkles. I mean, I'm I'm also you know half, halfway caffeinated in my blood, but it's like I ain't perfect. We all got problems. I got my problems. I am, and now I am not afraid to talk about them. Like I'm an open book. People can come to me about anything. So I wonder if Hex will be like that. But like I'm I'm excited it. to see what happens to Hex. Yeah. yeah, she seems completely different in that ten-second glimpse mm-hmm. we we got with oh, her. Absolutely, and it's that well, first—it's that first step of clarity for her. So <laughs> it's like I am excited as shit for her for this new journey. When, oh yeah, 
Also, like when you're dealing with what you're dealing with, like for for friggin' years, and you finally come back to yourself that way, you don't know who you are, but you like it. <laughs> it's like, yeah. holy crap! I finally feel like myself, like I'm my own person. I don't have to wear masks. I don't have to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't have you know to I mean? We we we've we've <laughs> yeah. Well, it's yeah, that's our that's our mental health episode we do. But um, <sighs> there's a lot there's a lot going on even in the action scenes. Oh, absolutely. And then we go back up to the principal office. So we're like Matrix is pounding on on Megabyte. Megabyte punches uh, Matrix across. He flies into a wall. Um, well, for, Megabyte's for... smashing. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, Enzo's smashing Megabyte's head through the wall. It's it's a slobber knocker. It's crazy. But um, now, then now the famous are. the famous sliding down the principal office scene. Whee! It's like yeah, a random now, now we're now we're on the roof of the principal office. I have where... nightmares where I'm like on the edge of something circular like that. Yeah. And I'm like picking up speed and I'm like trying to slow myself down. And I blame the, maybe I did watch this when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> you know like those dreams see... like where you're falling or something. And when you, Oh, falling dreams, dude. But, um, as matrix is like getting winded, cause they were back and forth. Right. Um, right. megabyte yeah. just comes up and like kicks. And so even further down it, just like punts him. Yeah. And then we get that very daunting. This is why I'm like, how did Megabyte sneak up on him earlier? He starts walking and the screen shakes and we hear Oh wow, we jumped way ahead. Oh yeah, okay. There yeah. As he's <laughs> not way not way ahead. We've just been not moving along ahead, at a normal normal pace. I got you. I got but you. so Mega we've seen this before where Megabyte's footsteps are like very heavy and imposing. Yeah. Makes me wonder yeah. how he snuck up on on Enzo when he was talking to Fong. Can right? he be quiet and cat-like when he wants to? Maybe. Right. It's possible. He's walking with authority now. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, where are we? Uh, <laughs> well, he's, he's, he's walking towards the um, Matrix who's on the ground and oh, he's kicking Ma- him. Ma- he's kicking him and he's go- Matrix is like going head over head over tail mm-hmm. and he's tumbling down the side. Oh, now. okay. So we're not that Almost far. Almost okay. Yeah. I thought you were talking about where we're at now. Uh, where Matrix is uh, passed out, kind of hang- hanging over the edge. Yeah, of the that's scary. That's where I'm at too. That's very yeah. very scary. And, and then we this, have like, look of fear as he's trying to slow himself down, and then exhausted, it appears that he just passes out as his head and arm is hanging well, off the edge. The third kick that Megabyte gives him is to the head, so he's probably in a state of like woozy. Right. Yeah, he's been kicking the shit out of him. Yeah, and then when you go like 15 seconds later, um, watch Matrix's earring because it bounces yeah, in time like to that. Megabyte's His footsteps. head, yeah, as we vibration. hear the faint footsteps getting closer mm-hmm. and the clangs get louder and his earring, like yeah. you said, it, it jingles in his head because he's, he's passed out, right? Yep, yeah. So well animated. Like the, the tension and the... It, it's a little kind of scary moment. Oh, yeah. yeah it's like, right? what's going to happen? One of my lights died, and it's like the same outlet that my iPad is. That's why it's suddenly darker oh! over here. Um, but yeah, it kind of doesn't yeah. look good, huh? 
nope, the camera pans back and you see Megabyte lo looming over him. And then he yep. slowly like brings out each of his claws one at a time. And she's yep. like, he's going in for the kill. Here it is. Taking his time. Taking his jolly sweet ass time. Yeah, he winds and up then... and slams it down as if to sever his head or stab him through the head. And yep. luckily, Matrix wakes up and rolls out of the way. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then Megabyte's stuck. Yeah, he's stuck. And gets himself out, and then Matrix catches his arm with the claws, and yeah, then Megabyte grabs him by the neck. I know, it's just like, oh shit. <laughs> it's very tense, and it's going towards him, and Megabyte's a bit stronger. And then... I love it. And yes. then it's it's the claws are coming closer and closer to his face, and then Matrix gut punches him right in the wound. Once. Twice. Once. Boom, boom, boom. And then and then he dents his chest again. I think. Well he just he, any... he delivers a combo and, and punches the shit out of him. Yeah, and they punch him. Like, nice. Anyway, now, briefly, now briefly Megabyte looked looked scared. Yeah. But then then he looks pissed and they both look pissed. And there's this like epic moment as the trident's going up and Megabyte's like swinging his his claws. Yeah. And um when they meet, Megabyte's claws shatter to the trident. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which I think is a beautifully animated shot. Oh, oh, it's a so beautifully good. animated shot so especially good. when Megabyte apparently this is very painful for him. Oh, falls yeah. on his ground with the sky in the background, mm -hmm. right? It's kind of like I don't think I don't I think it should have ended differently. I don't think it should have came to hardware hit the yeah. trident just being stronger than his claws. I think it should have been his force of will being stronger. And you could argue that it did. He had the wherewithal to make the right moves when he needed to. But right. I feel like he should have beat him without just the trident smacking it, right? Oh, yeah. Um, but he beats will... him in a different way. It's yeah, There's a moral victory coming yeah. up. That's and the more when, important part. Yeah, and then when, when, when Megabyte goes down, Andrea is standing in the background. Yeah. She's just it's watching. Like, I thought that was pretty cool. I said I, that earlier. I'd be like, you know what? I'd, I'd be in a distance just waiting to see how Matrix did. Yeah. It's like, I want my trident back. Aren't you done using it? Yeah, she's just standing <laughs> there with her arm on her hip. I need to take yeah. the song out. Yeah. Matrix's boot goes down on Megabyte's neck. Yeah. yeah. And he held, holds the trident up to his head. Uh-huh. It's like, look and at then, my pokies. <laughs> then Megabyte says, you can't do this. You can't do it this. It goes against everything you stand for. It's like, does it really? Like, okay. It's like, fuck you. That's like his final attempt at, like, okay. Psychologically fucking. Yeah. Him. It's a yeah. pretty villain move, being all like, oh, but you're the good guy. Like this you, isn't like you. It's like your guardian. Good form. Defend, blah, blah, blah. Good, good form. I I have fallen. Yes. Well done. <laughs> uh, fight's over now. Yeah, and you can't kill me. You need a Matrix villain. Says, Matrix says, you took away my life. You took away, what does he say? Uh, destroyed, he destroyed my home. My home. Yeah. Destroyed my home. Pain and yeah, suffering to everyone I held dear. Yeah. And then he brings it down Brings the trident down. I he fucking killed him. Yeah, yeah and Andrea's face is like. Yeah, because Andrea looks like surprised. 
kind of like disturbed. And I'm like, yes, kill him. And then the camera cuts and it's that trope where the person stabs or shoots or punches right next to them and they don't actually kill them. Just to scare them. Just to scare them. Yeah. And then he brings it back to his face and it's like, surprise, don't be. You're not worth it. And, and I'm like, she comes I over dig all it. Like, mm. and she, yeah, she reassures him. Yeah. And uh, a matrix says, "Mainframe will always endure." Mm-hmm. Remember, yeah. remember this, this defeat, this, this humiliation. humiliation, humiliation. Remember, you, you can, can never, can never win. win. So good. And then Megabyte does his thing. Himself off the principal office, like <laughs> he eats him. So he slides off. You're like, hang on, did yeah, he, he just, just eats himself, himself? Like, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he does that himself. Off. Yeah, no, no, I, I remember, but I remember thinking that when I first saw it, I was like, oh, hang on. Matrix just... and Andrea look over the edge because they're like, what the fuck? Yeah. And I guess he had and seen, he... Uh, Megabyte had seen that there was a beam hanging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he took a huge gamble. Oh, That's and he slammed into beam. it and seemed to have hurt himself. And he's yeah, like, he broke his foot. Yeah, look at yeah, his... which which we'll see. Yeah, which we'll we'll see here when he's walking, which is a reference that Christopher Siege uh-huh. told me. So okay. he falls and he thuds, right? And yeah. Megabyte's line. Normally we don't go through the script like this, but this is this is a very impactful episode, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. And he says to him, "No," in kind of like a weak but he voice, but he's trying. Oh. You remember, boy? How I turned um, defeat into victory. Yeah. How I left you with a dying system, and he pulls out his Apple Watch to bring the terror over. (laughs) Yeah. And indeed, now that he's got the codes, I guess, he can turn this terror into a portal to the net. Yes, he can. And as he's dragging it over, it does turn into this portal, and you can see the supercomputer. And it goes to the end of the the, uh, the beam. Mm-hmm. that megabytes on so this is a reference the way he's like limping and going there to the t-800 the the terminator yeah okay. in the first terminator movie yeah the the way that he's injured and all yeah. that um in that one it was a robot that didn't feel pain that was trying to get to um sarah connor <laughs> <laughs> but um in this it's megabyte trying to get to the net and no, no army with him, right? No, just him. Just he has fallen from grace, but off he goes. And I was like, "Man, is this happening? Throw the trident at him. Do something." <laughs> and we cut to um, the hacking wow. device back in the principal office. Yeah. And kneeling with like a, a laptop, like hard hacked into it. Yeah. He has a vid window, and she's watching what's happening. There's my girl. It's Mal. And she says, oh, oh no, you don't. No, you don't. And, and as she's like she's... lowering her finger, she says, one last double one last cross. One last double cross, sugar. Sugar. Because <laughs> if we remember from season one, episode 10, rule number one, don't ever try to double cross the mouse. Yep. And she's been double crossed once. Mm-hmm. Fool, twice? Fool me once. Shame did on we, you. Did, did we, did we uh, mention that that portal that he created... Uh, was to the supercomputer. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I was. I didn't. I didn't remember. Sorry. Um, I said the net, but. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I yeah. mentioned that you can see the image of the supercomputer. Yeah. yeah. 
the I image of where Bob's that, specifically from. Yeah. yeah. It's Bob's yeah. old home. Yeah. yeah. So and, she pushes, um, go ahead. Yeah, she she pushes the button. Um, enter. We cut back to it, and the portal flattens before uh-huh. reopening, so it catches his arms almost. And I'm like, oh, sweet, she's cutting off his arms. No, <laughs> it re turns into a sphere. It opens mm. up again, and it's and the it's web. web. There's tentacles, and the, it's all dark and yeah. purple. And I'm like, oh Into shit. This. And it boy, comes out. Does Megabyte look terrified? Oh, What's wow. funny is that those tentacles flip him around so he is facing Matrix and Andrea while he's screaming his last no! no! Yeah. Yep. Yep. Now, that is more fitting because he became his own reckoning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were going to have mercy and let him go. Or try to capture him later or put him in whatever he he has nothing now right right but so when villains are their own undoing it's it's better than the good guy changing their morals and and killing it's it's more satisfying i'm sure but he he shot people matrix has shot a bunch of people right presumably Yeah. yeah What's one more virus? Remember, he shot that praying mantis virus in the in the head in the, and killed in the mandible. Yeah. And he just met it. So that's what I mean by this matrix is different than the matrix we had first were introduced to. Right, because yeah. you remember him saying mercy to a virus? Never. Yeah. Never. Yeah. But now he's showing a degree of mercy. Whereas so he won't outright delete him, but he'll do some things to make himself. The compassionate parts of his old self came back. Bob's ideals, his sister. He, he's he's embodying everything. This episode is about before. people becoming whole. Yeah. Oh, ooh, right? I so like that. Matrix is healed. He doesn't have this malice, this drive for power, and hexadecimal is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I, I like that. And I guess somebody zipped through that portal. Yeah. <laughs> that was only open no for good. like twenty Ray seconds. Because I was so surprised. I was like, wait. <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> How did you just happen to be near that <laughs> that portal? Ray and he shows up. Through. He's like, Good day, mate. He's like, wait a second. Who is that guy? Who's that guy? He looked a bit miffed. He seemed a bit miffed. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? He seemed a bit miffed. And then they're so, all like Surfer, but he looks pissed Enzo, off. To see Enzo's him. almost pissed, but then it floods from his face mm-hmm. um, because there's a flash. He's like, Surfer? Like, <laughs> almost angry and surprised at the same time. Yeah. Um, but then there's a, a golden light as Bob materializes beside Bob him. And he's like, I love so how comical I this. I love how comical the ending is with mm-hmm. both Bob and. I know. Um, <laughs> Ray yeah, Tracer. Yeah. Yep. Because Bob's just like, uh, so what did I miss? Well. And I like that Enzo got to do this alone. You know, like, I'm fine doing things with friends, but, like, Bob didn't come to the rescue. Ray right. Tracer didn't come to the rescue. It was Enzo with Andrea's, like, support. Mm-hmm. Right? And I'm like, right. fuck yeah. And then all of a sudden, once Bob comes back, there is a crash. And... The system oh, is no. starting to shut down. I almost forgot about this. Yes. All the buildings are like collapsing. 
Yep. And then the last shot that we yeah. see is Matrix and Andrea have their arms around each other looking out at the system. And Bob is like, this is bad. And Matrix concludes it with very bad. Very bad. Very bad. And then we're done. That's it, folks. Uh, so I, th I think I summarized my, like, takeaway from the episode is it's like an episode about healing healing mainframe from the viruses uh -huh. um healing hexadecimal mm -hmm. and matrix healing himself by choosing not to um choosing mercy over malice yeah okay so that for me it's it's kind of about he healing or becoming whole writing the wrong okay. what's, yeah. what's your takeaway from it before we go into our rating Ooh, that that's an, that's an excellent question um i the the lingering question that i've i've thought of is what if this was not matrix's battle to be had because we all know since since the very beginning of reboot it's been a bob versus megabyte kind of thing if bob hadn't been swept away by hexadecimal in the previous episode and bob was here with matrix to take on megabyte who would have been taking on Megabyte? Would have been Bob versus Megabyte? Would have been Matrix versus Megabyte? Would have been a tag team effort? Hmm. I think it had to have been Enzo because uh, his life had been disheveled the most. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, Taken yeah. from him, removed from his sister, right? It had to be Dot or Enzo. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, no, like, I, I agree. The Guardian, but Enzo's the main character of Reboot. Mm -hmm. Whether people like it or not, he's the only one who's in every episode. That is true. And no, it. I think it was. Um, like I said, he's aged faster, mm -hmm. as as everyone knows. His life has literally been taken from him, whereas right. everyone else has been like fighting for whatever they have. Right? Mm -hmm. Like Dot thought he was dead. No, he. Yeah. It, it was his fight, I think. Okay. So that, it was convenient that Bob was taken away. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Aiden, do you have a thought about that? Uh, I thought I I I um, I agree. I think um, I think it was, to some extent, Enzo's fight because yeah, it's like basically repeating what Cal. Cal, Cal was saying. I do understand your point of view, though, and it is actually a very good question because it was, you know, from season one and up to up to the end of season two, it was basically Bob and Megabyte. But then Always Megabyte, Megabyte. Then, then basically Megabyte won one battle with Bob, mm -hmm. and then Enzo needed revenge and av avenged. So basically, and, yeah. So it's, and, it was that and a lot more. But again, and still was the weakest out. threat to Megabyte in Megabyte's eyes. So it's yeah. poetic justice that the the weakest threats to him mm -hmm. don't yes. underestimate like your your opponents, right? Yeah. So it's poetic justice that somebody that felt like weak and that they couldn't help anybody was the one to save ev everyone. Yeah. It was very, it was very satisfying episode to watch. Pretty satisfying. It was a the very satisfying, satisfying episode. Hmm? The most satisfying? Uh, I, 
pretty satisfying. It's pretty satisfying. I I I liked this like final reckoning between uh, Enzo and Megabyte and mm-hmm. Bob and Hexadecimal. And uh, again, I really thought the whole the whole thing with with Hexadecimal becoming whole, as she put it, mm-hmm. um, as we already talked about, um, very very real. Like it was, it was, it, it it was more of like rather than like an external battle that was going on between Enzo and <sighs> Megabyte. <laughs> I don't know why I forgot that all of a sudden. Uh, but it was Megatron. An in, it was an internal battle happening with hexadecimal and hexadecimal and hexadecimal and hexadecimal and hexadecimal and hexadecimal and hexadecimal. All all the hexadecimals, uh, all at one time and eventually all becoming you know ending properly mm-hmm. uh so lady glitch any last notes because i'm doing it opposite normally we rate it and then we talk rate it then we talk no right. we're gonna talk and then all we're just gonna rate it all at once anything else you want to wrap up um i or has everything been said I, I think we really got everything we even dove into some some aspects that we we usually don't talk about me. We did mental health minutes for like 15 minutes, but it really, you guys really provide a new point of view for me to view this episode as, as what you mentioned, Cal, a, it's a, an episode of healing in progress. Yeah. I, I, I really enjoyed listening to our conversation about that. It, it, yeah, it's been fun. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought a nineties animated show for kids? Yes. Here we are, 2021. Free Talk therapy. About it. <laughs> this is therapy. <laughs> All right. Before I get into the free therapy that Lasercomb <laughs> provides, <laughs> um, join the Patreon. We can do free therapy. <laughs> before, yeah, we, we plug it. Let's let's give us our uh, let's give us our ratings. Um, it gets an alphanumeric from me, mm-hmm. and the siege. Christopher has given it a very resounding alphanumeric from him, too. Awesome. It is very satisfying. Right. He loves this episode. All right. So do I. Snidler? It gets a uh, an, an, an alphanumeric alphanumeric from me. Hey. Whoa. Yeah. That's high, yeah. high alphanumeric praise. It's very high-tiered alphanumeric. Nice. And Lady Glitch? I would have to go alphanumeric as well. It's is this our first unanimous alphanumeric? No, last episode. No, last one was. It was pretty good. Right. Two two in a row. Two. Like, in fact, spoilers. I, I, I think I think I just love the last episodes of the season so much that it's probably gonna look the same for me. But all right. We'll wait until next week. So there you have it, folks. Alphanumerics mm-hmm. all the way around. Uh first thing we want to do is we have a Patreon. Yes, Laser Comb. L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. And there are different tiers. Uh, if you just want to chat on the Discord, check mm. us out, hear the preamble, you can go <laughs> from $2 and up. Uh, we have some special segments where mm. we talk about funny or weird news. We release those throughout the, the week uh, from the $10 <clears throat> tier and up. Mm. And from the uh, mighty uh, $25 tier end up, um, we do movie commentary. 
And right now we have a uh, a free sampling of the $25 tier. We have <laughs> our commentary, Sniddler, uh, Lady Glitch, myself, and Christopher Siege have commentary on Batman and Robin. Yeah, we do. Yes. Uma Thurman, Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's real. <laughs> Alicia Silverstone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's Hashtag available to all tiers. Plenty. Um <laughs> Yeah, hashtag bring back George. Be a little taste, yeah. And also, um, you get a you get a, a t-shirt from us. Yeah. And the ability to um pitch um new show ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Christopher had mentioned the uh, the pilot pitch. If you yes. want us to talk mm. about and watch the the first episode, the pi- uh or the pilot of something, mm. you can you can pitch us us that at the twenty five dollar tier. I'm yeah. um, you. You can join us in that mighty tier along with. I, th- we actually do have somebody <laughs> at that yeah, tier. It's, so it's game sprite mode. Game sprite mode. Yeah. So, game sprite mode. Also, yeah. thanks for that. Yeah. Also, we 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 give shout outs to you, and uh, we appreciate mm-hmm. it. Uh, Christopher yeah. has gone out of. So we've never really talked about this. I'm going to talk about it. Christopher goes out of pocket for a lot of things, mm-hmm. right? Eventually, the idea is that we can kind of make money, not just help us pay for our expenses. Um, but we're doing it because we like it, not because yeah. we want to beg for money. That being said, give us money. <laughs> <laughs> it just helps us you with want. production costs, equipment upgrades, everything to make our show better for you guys. Yeah, exactly. Maybe even do other 90s shows. Absolutely. We're always open to suggestions. And speaking <laughs> speaking of suggestions and things, in a couple of weeks, we're going to be doing a Q&A episode with the four of us um, before we hit season four of our Alphanumeric podcast. So That's please, right. if you have questions for us, it can be about whatever comes to your mind, please pitch them to us and we will do our best to answer them all on a very special podcast where we just sit around, shoot the shit and answer your questions. Oh, yeah. So wherever you're listening to us. Um, if this is YouTube, ask us questions in the YouTube comments. Um, you can you can actually just directly creep us on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, on Twitter, I am at Neo underscore Cal, K-A-L. Um, Sniddler. I am at AP Sniddler. A-P-S-N-I-D-L-E-R. And... and if you have... Oh, uh, uh. No, I was gonna say, if you have any questions for me, please tweet me or DM me. Tweet him. Tweet Creep me. him. <laughs> yes, and I am at Lady Glitch six one nine six one nine being my birthday, and oh. it was a couple of weeks ago. You're fine. You guys are off the hook for like the next forty nine weeks. It's fine. Um, <laughs> But yes, I love answering questions. Um, like I've mentioned before, I am an open book, so ask me anything. Doesn't even have to be about the show or us. Yeah, exactly. ask us like, questions, philosophical philosophy. It can be about astrophysics. What investments? Music. Yeah. I, I if you want to know how to lose life. money, ask us about investments. Yes, stonks. All ask, us about the ask us about yeah. Doge. Yeah. Doge yeah. to the moon. Yeah, yeah I'm on Facebook, uh, facebook.com mm-hmm. slash lasercomb. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, lasercomb productions, I believe. Mm. Uh, I'm always get that. Yeah, we need to have a list. I always get that. Need to have a list. Christopher 
um, monitors that. And the reason I don't always get the Facebook one is because I, I don't really look at Facebook. <laughs> unfortunately. Um, but yeah, laser comb productions is our, is our hub. Mm-hmm. And laser comb Christopher sieges, um, Twitter has a few shows mm-hmm. with other people, but you can follow him and all of our, all of laser combs productions at laser comb. Absolutely. So oh, that's Christopher Siege. L A Z O R C O M B. Yep. In addition and, to Alpha. Go ahead. Yeah. I was oh. just going to say, in addition to Alphanumeric, Christopher and NeoCal, that is me, do too much Energon. If you like mm-hmm. Beast Wars or Transformers, there it is. Um, they have, uh, it's in the works here, um, Cartoons at Night. I've done an episode like, with Christopher on that. Yeah, um, I think it was about Stripperella. <laughs> it was Stripperella, and I infused my experience, past experiences in the industry into that episode. So if that is something you would like to know a little bit more about me about, go check that one out. Go check that one out. And we also have, um, wow, I'm so bad. Um, War Planets. Face- War, War Planets, Planets yeah. a Shadow Raiders podcast. Shadow Raiders or is it podcast. Shadow Raiders, a War Planets podcast? I think it's Shadow, Shadow Planets. Planets, a War oh. Raiders podcast. <laughs> you're, you're, you're right. That, that is yeah. what it is. Yeah. And we also have um, Christopher on. and his partner do Based On, which is the more intellectual podcast, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, they um, talk about and analyze the differences between the movies and the books they were based on. Mm-hmm. Uh, am I missing... Anything? Uh, I don't think so. Don't Those think are the so. five that we've covered it all. I, I think I think that's everything, folks. Yeah. So yeah. on on that news, um, I have been one of your hosts, Neo Cal. I've been another host, Lady Glitch. And I've been another host, AP Snidler. And until next time. Mainframe will always endure. One more next. step in the head gets it. Maximize. (laughs) Have a good night. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.